Hi and welcome to this new episode of Dreamers and Doers where I interview people who follow their passion and use it to make the world better. And I think that's you, Max. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Awesome. Thank you for meeting me in Bali. Yeah, yeah. We're here in Bali with a cup of cacao, which is really nice. And I met you, Max, when you came to Sydney for uh, an event for Healy. So Healy is a little device that sends frequency to the body through a microcurrent. And that's something I've been using for the past two months. And we've been doing some conferences and you live in Thailand and you've been doing all the network marketing and real estate. So I thought, whoa, this guy really has his shit together. And I'd love to share a bit of your story with people who are looking into building a life of freedom, maybe. Would freedom be one of your highest values? Freedom is definitely one of my highest values. Okay. It is definitely. As usual with my guests, so people can relate and build a bit of rapport, I like to start with a little bit of background. Okay. What's your story, Max? Wow. Um, all right, I'm trying not to go too far back, but I think maybe also uh, really important for the whole story is um, where it all started. And I think uh, going back in my, I'm, I'm from Germany, so I'm 33 years old. Um, yes, as you said, I'm living in Thailand since, what, almost nine years already because I made a decision. And I think these decisions, they ultimately bring you to eventually freedom or bring you to well, most of the time, amazing changes in your life. And I think the, the, the first main decision for me was after I was living in Germany and really didn't have a clue what I want to do. Um, all my life, I felt like I don't really know what I want to do. Mm. You know, So I'm not actually this kind of goal getter or what you described in the beginning because I felt like I'm floating around and not really understanding what I really want to have in my life or what I really want to do. And so eventually after I was in the army in Germany, when I was like 20 years old or 19 or 20 years old, I was studying. I was studying product engineering just because I thought like, yeah, this is a great thing mm -hmm. um, because it really gives me um, possibilities to have a great job after I felt there's a demand for this. So I studied it and I went to a place close to my home city and I'm coming from a place called Freiburg. It's a beautiful city next to the uh, Black Forest. Mm -hmm. um, and the university is actually in the Black Forest. And I didn't understand why would anybody build a university in that Black Forest because mm -hmm. there is nothing going on. And I was always imagining like, hey, when I'm studying, I want to go to a big city, meet mm -hmm. people, experience a lot of stuff, right? But I ended up in the Black Forest. And eventually I started being like more or less depressive. I don't know if it's depressive, but it's just, I was not happy there, right? Yeah. And I had two this time, two friends, they were traveling in Australia. And I, I know you spend a lot of time in Australia. Yeah, too. I'm Australian now. You are Australian. I know you live in a wonderful place, Sydney, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, these guys, they were traveling also through Australia, like work and travel, what we got mm -hmm. in, in, in Germany. And I think you get it in, in France as well. Um, and they're traveling around and then they're stuck in a place um, where they started cleaning trucks. Mm -hmm. And then they told me about this when they came back and said like, hey, we were cleaning trucks before we went home and we earned $35 an hour. And that time it was a lot of money because mm -hmm. I had no money at all as a student. I said like, why would you earn $35 for cleaning trucks? That's like normally a seven or five euro per hour job to this time, right? Mm -hmm. And then they explained to me because there's the mining, you know, the iron mm -hmm. ore mining. And that was the time where the mining boom in Australia was. It was like mm -hmm. 2009, 2010, something like that. And I said, like, that's interesting. And then I said, like, if we get a job for the mining, there we make a lot of money. And to this time, I really wanted to make some money. I felt like I don't want to live as this poor, poor student in the black forest and go. I want to experience something. So I, that was actually the first moment in my life where I Wh sit. Why did you want to make money? 
because because I want to I want to I want to experience things. You know, I okay. felt like I'm always stuck in what, the same place. I want travel, to travel. Yeah. I want to see the world. I want to go to events. I want to you mm. know I want to do things. You know, why yeah. you why you want to study and, and get a nice job? Ultimately, you want to create freedom for yourself and normally financial freedom helps you to become free of choices as well. Choices mm -hmm. to go to places. Choices to buy things. Choices to provide things for other people. Whatever it is, money today is related with freedom in my opinion right so obviously that's why I wanted to have a good job and that's why I, I thought about interestingly enough they're making a lot of money for cleaning mm. trucks so it was interesting and I was not happy in the situation and that was really like I grew up with amazing friends with an amazing family I could not imagine leaving these people um, but uh, my brother was leaving home before but it's a different story it, it reminded me of him and eventually I stayed in, stayed in front of this decision and said like either I'm gonna stay here and I'm stuck in my in my in my university I'm doing the things what I don't feel 100% happy with but I'm gonna be certain probably most likely I have a good job after mm -hmm. or I just try something now mm. and if I try that well it can go both ways mm. but if I don't do it I will never do it yeah. I will just never do it so you're in this decision point in your life where you say like either you're gonna make a decision now or you're never gonna make that decision mm. both ways are probably good right so I made the decision and I said like okay you know what that sounds interesting so I took my friend and I said to him why don't we try to get a job for the mine and let's just do it let's just go back and I was sitting in front of my computer looking at the flights looked at my money I saved together and I just clicked the mouse and booked that flight and boom. from that moment it was boom and it was done and we flew to Australia we landed in Perth to this time uh, we bought a car and we went there for one week or so in Perth we did some bank account stuff and then we drove up to the Pilbara to Port Hedland probably the most I wouldn't say ugly place to the people who live there but uh, it's probably the place you don't want to stay it's red sand have a big audience there so be careful <laughs> maybe it's, but everybody who lives there knows exactly what I'm talking about it's hot it's red it's flies everywhere but they have the mining so we arrived there and a long story short um, I, I managed I didn't believe us you know how it is as a backpacker nobody mm. wants to give you a long-term job because mm. they think like okay you work here for one or two months and then you fuck off eventually right mm. but for the mining you have to go through inductions and all this kind of stuff long story short I made it to work for the mining companies for a year we stayed in the desert worked our asses off we make 50 bucks an hour and we just worked three months mm. non-stop in the desert until we completely black out burned out and then we went to bali and we mm. went to like where we are now but different parts of bali and we went to thailand and philippines and everywhere and it was just the most beautiful and exciting time of my entire life and the year was over i made a lot of money to this time for my uh comparisons or for my for my well, you know for my relations and then went back to Germany in November and I had I remember I had this big smile on my face you know coming to the Frankfurt airport and it was November it's freezing in Germany it's gray and I, I, I remember in the luggage band you know picking up my luggage and there was this old lady she trying to pick her big luggage from the luggage mm -hmm. band and I see it was pulling her you know and there was a guy next to her, a German guy and he was just ignoring her and he was like pulling that the lady was pushing her and I say like, why are you not helping her you know mm. it's like and then I come to Germany and then I went into the bus from Terminal 1 to Terminal 2 and the bus driver is shouting and I said okay great I'm back in <laughs> Germany <you know? laughs> I, so um, it didn't take long until I really started like 
damn, what I'm doing here? You know, it's mm. like, it's, this is not what I wanted to do. And I started thinking about, okay, go back to study and all this kind of stuff. Long story short, I don't want to spend too much time on the background. This is what happens if you ask me something. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I tend to shift into different topics. But anyway, I try okay. to stay on topic. Yeah. Um, Maybe that's the cacao. That's, oh, that's the cacao. See, Starting to get high oh, on opening cacao. Opening my heart, you know, just want to share things. So <laughs> that's what happens, yeah. So anyway, I went to decide uh, I want to I, I don't want this anymore so Australia was too expensive because mm -hmm. I had money to study but not enough for okay. four years or whatever so I decided let's go to Thailand because okay. I love Thailand for various reasons I had to go to Thailand yeah well and then I stayed in Thailand and I started what my studies study study I went back to university I studied there I studied entrepreneurship Okay. Because I want to start my own business after the army, I kind of also mm. thought like I don't really want to work for people anymore okay. because I have an authority problem yeah. with people. I like to collaborate more than working mm. for people, right? Um, so I started entrepreneurship, mm. uh, which was a very interesting topic as well because in this university, there were people telling you they had no idea for entrepreneurship, but they taught you from the textbooks what mm. is entrepreneurship. And I said, wow, great day. Yeah. I'm so appreciating the time here with you guys. I could have read the book as well. Uh, actually, I ended up never picking up my transcript, I'm still at the university, <laughs> because in the meantime, I started a fashion company, um, which I started with my ex-girlfriend, so now it's my ex-girlfriend, so it's also my ex-fashion company, um, <laughs> and then I also started a real estate company, mm. and well, real estate worked really, really well for me, because it's what I want to do, like I'm not considering myself as a really smart person, so I also mm -hmm. the engineering part, what I was studying before, that was not me, mm -hmm. uh, but selling is me. Not necessarily selling, but interacting with people, building mm. relationships, you know. So I, I really went into real estate and I loved it because it's really providing value for people and painting pictures in people's mind. It's very easy okay. for me to transfer my energy about a beautiful penthouse to somebody else who has the same mm. feeling about something, right? So real estate really got me. And during that time of doing real estate, I also sold an amazing penthouse to people who have done network marketing mm -hmm. okay and network marketing for me is probably the sherry on the how we say it on the cake. On, on the cake yeah of relationship building of interacting mm. with people and that was really almost fascinating me the power of network marketing of creating communities creating culture around the product mm. when it's not so important about the product anymore mm. but it really is about the people mm. and that was fascinating me and the first time i got involved with network marketing was like six years even before i met these guys you know i went for for i don't know i don't want to say the names of the companies but for nutritional products as well okay. and it was really cool and i liked it but there was always something what not 100 percent aligned with me mm. what not really 100 percent caught me and then my way goes on and on and on until today when I met Healy, basically. Mm. It was so did you try different ones? I tried different ones and it went very well. Um, I, I, I just had the feeling for me it was not exactly what I wanted. Like for me, real estate and high-end real estate, what I did yeah. was what I love because it was, for me, if I love a penthouse or a villa, yeah. it's very easy for me to transfer the energy. Do you, why did you stop that then? No, it actually, my decision to stop it was two months ago. Not okay. even, maybe one month ago. Okay. It was, it, it, it's, it faded away a little mm. bit, you know, since Healy came into my okay. life. Um, it's, it's always like it been a transition, real estate and network marketing worked out for me because okay. I had great people in network marketing and I had properties to present in Thailand. So mm -hmm. it really worked out. But I lost 
the passion for, for, for real estate and I felt like this is for me a really a security, a safety, a base or a heaven, uh, like a base for me to always go back to. Okay. And But it didn't well, excite me anymore. Let's explain quickly what's network marketing because okay. everyone doesn't so, know about it. Yeah, so network marketing basically is uh, a way to bring a product into the market through word of mouth. And if you have a great product, there is no better way, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. So there's, the, I mean, we have two, 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 two ways. So we have the traditional way of selling products, which is uh, you have a company and you produce a product. Now you have a marketing department, you have retail shops. No, you have a wholesaler first, you have a retail shop, and you have all these small cuts of money go through the wholesaler, go through the retailer, and a lot of to the marketing department. And you pay Google, and you pay Amazon, and you pay whatever on Facebook marketing mm -hmm. to promote your product and eventually it reaches the client from the retailer right network marketing basically leaves all those steps beside and just gives the product to a person now the product the person will do the wholesale the retail and the marketing and he just recommends by word to mouth the product to other people and this is basically it so instead of losing 60 50 40 percent to the marketing online and spend it on Google or Facebook or mm -hmm. Instagram or wherever or lose a cut on retail and wholesale mm -hmm. you will give 50 or the company gives 50 percent into commissions into people yeah so everybody who is now having that product can create basically with no inventory mm -hmm. with no warehouse with not officially starting a company if you don't have to but just as a single entrepreneur mm -hmm. his own business so for me in my opinion it's the easiest way for anybody mm. to get into the world of business without a big financial commitment Right. And so for me, I started network marketing nine months ago. I joined a, a company that does water ionizers mm -hmm. and, um, and then joined Healy a bit more than two months ago. So I'm still pretty new in that industry and I love it. But a year ago it was quite different. I had really a, a bad idea about it. Mm. I think it's because I saw quite a few people being a little bit pushy around mm. joining their company. So. Yeah, wh why do you think, I find network, network also even doing it took me a little bit of time owning it mm. because it has a bad reputation. Why do you think that is? Oh, because of the people. Mm. Uh, and not only the people, actually, especially in my, like, since I'm around in network marketing, the last, uh, let's say, from five years ago until two years ago, no, the last three, four years, mm. there was this crypto boom, right? This hype mm. around crypto. And it was a beautiful place for scammers. It mm. was a beautiful place. There's nothing a better than, than painting a vision. Yeah, a I've, I've, <laughs> I've been losing a bit of money oh, me too. In, in Ponzi schemes me in, too. <laughs> with me, cryptos. It's, 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 a, it's a, such a valuable experience. You know, money comes and goes. Everything comes and goes. You know, but your experience and your learning state, right? And it's just a beautiful, like the thing about network marketing, if you have bad intentions, mm. it's the same like you make a lot of money. If you have bad intentions with a mm. lot of money, it can get worse. If you have good intentions with a lot of money, it can get beautiful and you create a lot of value. It's the same for network marketing. Mm. If you have bad intentions to scam mm. people, you have a beautiful yeah. ground to scam people. So some peop some companies have been sh creating pyramid schemes saying it's network marketing? Sure. Is it, is it yeah, yeah, recruiting schemes and all this kind of stuff and especially in the crypto. Yeah. But funny enough is what I also learned in the uh, crypto space is the people, sometimes even the company, believed it. They believed it themselves. They believed mm -hmm. their own vision. They didn't, nobody knew what's happening. With this boom mm -hmm. in crypto, you didn't know. And then it was like, we get 
thousands and thousands of merchants, create our own ecosystem. It sounds too yeah. good to be true. And we humans, we want to mm. believe great things. If it's mm. too good to be true, this is interesting for us, right? Um, but that happened, right? And now we mm. know, now we're more smart. The second point is definitely the people. Mm. And that's also if I can give an advice to people who thinking about joining network marketing companies. Uh, only, it's like, you, when, let's compare it to traditional business. If you want to join a company, you want to be hired from a company, have a job as a secretary or whatever, you don't join the company if your boss is an asshole, mm. right? You would not want to work with an asshole. So, and the same thing is uh, if, if, a, if a sleazy sales guy trying to recruit you or trying to sell you some products and you don't even like that guy. Why would you want to listen to promises of a guy you don't know, you don't like and you don't trust? So don't trust them, you know, just like be smart, you know, don't be a sheep and follow everybody who's coming to you and trying to sell you a product. It just mm -hmm. doesn't make sense. However, like what we have now with Healy, for example, like why, why, tell me why did you join? Like, and who, um, who come to you, yeah. for example? Is that a person you don't like or is it a person you trust? I've, I love Zach. I see. Like we've been organizing events together and I trust him. And so when he came to me, I was like, okay, you get my attention. But then I'm a little bit skeptic. So I still looked quite a lot into, um, I did my due diligence, mm. let's say, into the vision of the company, how solid it was. But, but I wouldn't have looked into it if it wasn't from someone I highly like and trust. Okay, now we have these two major points. Do it with somebody you trust and like and respect and make your due diligence about the company and about the product. So now if you know the product and the company is good because you're not just blindly open your mind and somebody put something in there, but you actually do your due diligence because this is what you should do even if you apply for a normal job as well. What is this company doing? Do I have a safe, uh, safe uh, uh, future in there? Whatever it is the due diligence requires, you should have those check mark done and mm. also do it with a person you trust, right? And if you have these points, these two points, a great company and a great person mm. and a great team behind it, you yeah. are on a good space. And can I add something on network marketing? Because that's also called multi-level marketing. Mm -hmm. And you know, you talked about the company giving the marketing reward to its base of users. Um, also, usually how it's set up is that you don't only make commission for sales, but you also make commission on how well the people you enroll do, right? Creating that team spirit. Yes, yes. And that's actually, this is the most amazing part. Now, some of you guys might say like, there it is, there's the pyramid, the people from the top, they only do the money and all the people from the bottom don't do the money. Look, it's, it's so different. Like, I think there is no business in the world that creates this kind of sense of teamwork. Okay, because you have different levels in, in network marketing and actually we talked about this on, on dinner the other night. Um, now you can enroll people, that means you sell your product or recommend your product to a person and that person is now sponsored by you and you become that sponsor of that person. Okay, so you make a direct commission in most cases. Now if that person goes out, if that person is Alex mm -hmm. and he will sponsor now that person Sarah who is behind their cooking. Um, Alex will make a direct commission and Alex and Sarah are both in my team okay so now uh, if I'm going out now and for example have a friend who also knows Sarah and I want to sponsor her and sell my product and receive the direct commission from that person as well 
I can do that, but then I create separate teams. So what we are doing in network marketing in order to build organizations and healthy environments for teams, I let, for example, Sarah now sponsor that new person because they already know each other. Sarah gets the direct commission. Sarah is with that new person in a team. So is Alex and so is me. And this is how we build teamwork and structures that everybody wins and everybody has a benefit from it. So now Sarah is very motivated because she made uh, an, an, a commission from the direct sponsoring of that person. Alex is happy because Sarah is in his team and, she and he sponsored her and so now he can train her. And I'm of course happy because my organization grows into the death. So whatever Sarah or the new person needs for me or Alex, you know, like for mm. example, when you have meetings or whatever, you call me up and I'm just saying, okay, let me share my experience. Let me share like what I believe is the product doing or my testimonials. Of course I will do that because it helps him. And if it helps him, it helps also me. Right? He also wants me to be successful because when I find people who can be benefit or who can be part of this organization, I will put these people into the same organization. And it's the same organization where Alex is in there, so he will also mm. benefit from it. So in the end of the day, we're growing as a team collectively together. And whoever works more gets more. I don't want to completely explain uh, the compensation plan because it's a little bit of a complex topic but not necessarily because you started first means you earn the most of money that only go goes when you really work hard on both of your ends you need to build your teams if you don't build your own team you cannot only make money on just mm. one team and one organization yeah that's really interesting it's kind of a mix of when you invest in that company it's a mix of there's a bit of an investment like you know if you're an investor you put money in the mm. vision of a company but then you don't do anything yeah. and here it's it's a mix between i invest in that vision so there's a part of that just investing and timing mm. that you can have as, a, as an investor but then you will be rewarded for the work you do mm. and i present it usually is you get rewarded for sales yeah you get re rewarded for leadership for yes. your team and also for team spirit yes in general and uh, but then again now it comes again to the second point and which is product and compare to all the companies what i have done before um oftentimes you have the so-called authorship you know and this is also what people from the outside don't really like because what it means is you need to buy something every month in order to everybody having this residual income mm. right so oftentimes with the products you're using products and Sometimes you don't want to use that product anymore. You stop buying things. Now, if you have a product which is really so attractive to everybody, like what we have now in Healy, for example, you know, like, I don't know, should I explain quickly Healy, what it yeah, is? Yeah. So guys, Healy is the most amazing thing and it's, it's basically, okay, it is, yeah, show it. It's a podcast, so some people don't see it, but it's a, it's a little box. It's a little box, it's a little frequency device and it comes from a technology, a German technology called Time Waver. And Time Waver is a bigger frequency device only used by experts, therapists and certified uh, doctors around the globe to uh, give frequency sessions to clients and these frequencies just you know like some probably some of your listeners understand already frequencies are everywhere mm. and everything is e energy and there is a frequency for simply anything you can imagine no matter if you can't sleep if you have back pain if you have depressions or anxieties if you have low energy if you have whatever it is if you have bad mood there is a frequency for that and with the big machine they can send the frequency so if you're lucky enough to find a guy who has this time mm. machine over the last 15 years you will get the benefits of frequency so now Healy came up as the idea like how can more people have the benefits of frequencies mm. 
Now, this is not a product like another network marketing company mm. who have normally uh, a weight loss or anti-aging yeah. products or something like that. And you need to look for this target group. This one is a product which has basically frequency programs for any kind of purpose. So everybody needs this, basically. Mm. There is no target group. If you an athlete and you want to recover faster after your sport, you use the sport, muscle regeneration or whatever frequencies. If you are yeah. having issues sleeping, you use the sleeping frequencies. I, I think it's a good analogy. Uh, I mean, there's a good analogy I use and I don't want to talk too much just about the product here to keep it on, on <laughs> this because I know we, we can go for hours, but it's, it's a good, it's like if you go on a racing championship, there's the pilot and there's the car. And if you want to do well, yes, you want to be a good pilot. So you want to be someone really nice and heart-centered and skilled to do well in network marketing. But you also want a good car. So you also want a good vehicle because that's going to have whatever good pilot you are is going to help you if you're in that better vehicle. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. I love that. I mean, this is really like this is a product, right? And I, I really believe we are we are so so lucky to tap mm. into this because it's also mm. so aligned with everything what's happening yeah. around the world. Like it's it's really hiring our vibration. It's it it helps us to become our own our own master, our own healer, become aware about us. But in the end of the day, it's not as important as the relationships you build mm. through network marketing. And I have never met, no matter if real estate, no matter fashion industry, no matter if university and all the jobs and all the work and all the travel I have done, I have never met so many outstanding, open-minded mm. people like through mm. the network marketing. And you can say it already, mm. like you're doing this yeah. now since two months and yeah. look how, what kind of people you meet so far. Uh, right? it's, it's incredible. Uh, my friend Zach compares it to a, a little team of superheroes because what I like is there are some best practices but it's not like you have to do it this way or you have to do it this way. Usually it's going to attract certain people. So you want to be open-minded and you want to be a nice person and you want to like people, like you have to have these, but then there'll be really, really different people. So for example, your friend Carsten, he'd be the network marketing professional in a suit and wearing shiny objects. And mm. we have uh, Luciano who's more a monk and he'll be yeah. in a cave. And then Zach is more biohacker and you have very different profiles but put their, they put their own way to relate to this. So it's kind of a, a relationship between who you are authentically and mm. you want to show, show up this way and, and that And it's the, it's the combination of skills. Mm. And this is the most amazing thing. And then we go back to mm. the teamwork. Like what I'm, yeah. what, I'm, what, what I'm doing is, as you maybe already guessed it, I like talking. Yeah. This is what I do. I talk a lot. I talk so much shit all day long, right? Oh yeah, so, oh, yeah somebody confirmed it in the back. <laughs> so, so I can do that, right? But, but I'm not smart, you know? I don't know how to do Excel. I have no idea how to create an Excel file. You give me a computer, I'm a double zero at the computer, right? So now, for example, I, 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 I rebuilt a beautiful and amazing team in Thailand, right? Mm. And I have this, this girl in my team. She had nothing to do with network marketing. She also was stigma, network marketing, forget about it. But then she fell in love with the product and she likes me and trust me. So it was, again, trusting the right person and like the product and the company. So she came in and she is the opposite of network marketing. Mm. She's not communicating. She's an introvert. She is a nerd and she's a genius. She's an engineer, used to work on oil rigs and all this kind of stuff and doing crazy work. And now she is 
building a team like unbelievable right she is so structured so organized mm. she's not talking we don't need to go on stage to talk or whatever mm. but she is explaining mm. how the business works explaining and calculating the compensation plan and everybody trusts her because she's mm. so analytical now i can come in and talk to her people right yeah. and now this combination makes the success mm. and it's same with you and zach you know yeah. you are this guy you reach out to people on social media zach is this likable guy who likes mm. to build relationships with everybody and this combination is working yeah. so so well for you guys yeah. right so it's again the teamwork and the combination mm. of skills and what what advice would you give to people who want to start i mean we talked about the, um, the the device but i'm talking more in terms of mindset okay what do you think is the right mindset to do well in network marketing all right so uh, you said a very very important uh word before uh, which oftentimes in my life was coming too short but which helped me a lot to become where i am today which is skeptical mm -hmm. skeptical is great however i always say the most important no the most expensive thing in the world is to have a closed mind so just because it's network marketing just because it's a product you don't know and you don't understand don't close your mind yet so be open for mm. opportunities be open to take a risk be open to listen to somebody you would maybe not listen to usually mm. and if you open your mind and say like okay give me something because i my my, my attitude is always first i'm all always believe everything mm. you can tell me a story from you living in a monk in the himalaya for 25 years and you actually 55 i would first believe you Okay. And then I would be skeptical and ask the questions, right? Mm. But I would like to take yeah. this in first and in order to don't close the door yet, mm. right? Mm. So this is for me, it's very important to just be open-minded because life is so much full of, exp uh, full of uh, yeah. surprises, right? Yeah. And it's oftentimes these doors of decisions, they're opening for you. And now it's on you. You want to go through and see what's on the other side or you just leave it and go the other way. Both decisions might be mm. right for you, 100%. But what happens? What would ever happen if you would go through this door? You know, by just, I think, I think regret weights ounces, no, weights tons. Mm -hmm. And I forgot this. I forgot this. There's one yeah. quote which I forgot. But anyway, I, I'm afraid of regretting things. So mm. I always like to take yeah. opportunities, yeah. you know. So be open for new opportunities. And mm. especially in this time where we have right now, where we are living in uncertainty, in fear, yeah. jobs are losing. We're losing jobs. People are losing jobs. They don't know. And now suddenly by paycheck to paycheck, you feel like, oh, fuck, mm. how dependent I actually am. Now you realize Do it. Do you feel people should trust more in general? If it's about me telling this to people, yes, absolutely. Yeah. I trust. I, I, I trust. Think I yeah. think it's good. People, people are really not trusting. And I think if you trust more, you might you know you might get ripped off once or twice that's cool but i find out what's the trade-off right yeah. i prefer to get ripped off a few times yeah. and live all these exciting adventure than living close such right? a good question like such mm. a such a good point this is what i what i feel so much too like hey and i got i got i got ripped off so many times mm. i trusted so many times but i still trust because yeah. let's say let's say you trust nine times and get hurt and the tenth times you want to you don't trust and it is maybe the, the man of your life or the woman of your life and you don't trust because mm. somebody cheated on you all the time before you know and it's only the because the past is the past that doesn't mean the future is mm. the same thing right i believe trust like and honestly like most of the people on this planet are good people that's what i think most yeah. of the people have good intention mm. 
not so many people have bad intention and kind of listen also to your intuition mm. you know but yeah absolutely thank you for saying that uh, this mm. is also one of my highest values next to freedom is trust I always say that I like to trust I want to trust mm. truth is so 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 important I agree it's a good parallel even with um, with love you know you talked about um, for me sometimes I can feel for myself and for people people can be afraid to be hurt and then you live in fear mm. and yes you might get hurt you might get hurt but fuck it's it mo yeah it's, it's just the, life it's a game man come on life is a game like it's like <laughs> hey how many times that happens to anybody of you just just imagine like this your life should be it's a movie and you're the director and the actor mm. the main the main cast of your movie what do you want your movie to be look like always like a flat line black and white and a little bit like this you know it's mm. okay or you want to go crash down hit rut button and go up and have the excitement do a little bit of roller coaster come on it's your life man you live only <laughs> one time in your freaking you know for now maybe the only time you remember maybe your soul <laughs> later in incarnations the mm. thousand incarnations later you maybe find out you lived mm. more but uh, also a different story for a different topic that's the 12th dimension stuff you know yeah. <laughs> but in the end let's of the day come on. let's stay 3d this yeah let's stay 3d <laughs> guys you're writing your own book you you're creating your own movie make it exciting you know make it for yourself that you would be excited to watch mm. this movie go out and have a smile and say like damn this movie is a good movie i want part mm. two want part three part four so just go in it try this have the opportunity grab the opportunity fail you know laugh mm. as hard as you can get hurt as hard as you can it's absolutely fine why not mm. man come on you want to learn the more we learn the more we grow right it's also like about the resistance the shit what happens the shit what happens yeah. in your face sometimes you know i'm not going to the gym and just roll around like 1.2 kilogram dumbbells in order to make my muscle go i take the biggest fucking weight with the hardest resistance in order to grow my body the most this is what i do and the same you should do in life as well so just face the resistance go through there and grow mm. from it and love it yeah and love it fuck it yeah. love it really it's, get hurt it's the fun exactly get <laughs> see and then back to network marketing like come <laughs> on man you don't you, we're not starting a fucking business i'm not buying a warehouse investing shitloads of money in order to you know create something amazing and then fail and my life is fucked up I'm buying a device and starting this one with 500 euro, for example, or another mm. company you start with 150 dollars or whatever it is. Mm. Hey, just try it out. If it's not your thing, don't fucking blame the game. How is it? Don't hate the player, hate the game. I don't know. Doesn't make any, <laughs> doesn't make any sense what I say. But I think you get what I mean. Mm. <laughs> okay, enough, enough freedom. So yeah. you talk, we talked a bit about freedom being a high value. Why, why is freedom so important for you? Ah man, it's it's just it's just I think this is what we have to do, you know, because I'm not believing the system and right now this is actually such a good question again because it's it's hitting right now again the nail on the head. What's freedom to you by the way? Yeah, free, freedom is this, the freedom of choice to decide mm -hmm. what I want to do mm. in any way, mm. what I want to where I want to go, where mm. I want to live, who I want to be with, what I want to buy. You know, these things, decisions. I mm. want to be able to make my own decisions without mm. being limited on, oh, I can't fly there, I can't travel there because I mm. don't have money, for example. Or yeah. I can't be here because I'm with the wrong person who don't let me. You know, so these kinds of freedoms, it, freedom is, 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 I think it's for us ground to grow. Mm. If we don't have the freedom to grow, we, or if we don't have freedom, we can't grow. Mm. That's why I think freedom is extremely important. And to have either a supportive partner or have a business where you can be free is for me everything mm. is for me everything do you often i make the distinction between external freedom like location independence time freedom financial freedom and internal freedom is it something like for example 
let's say I have a lot of financial freedom and time, I live wherever I want and I have a lot of money and I buy that car to impress people because I feel like I'm not good enough. Then for me, I have external freedom, I can buy that car, mm. but I don't have internal freedom yeah. because I'm still ruled by traumas or I'm not good Comparison. enough. Things. Is it something you work on also, oh, your shit. internal freedom? Yeah, I mean, this is, I, I, love, I love your questions, man. This is really bringing it to the point. Like, I think external freedom I created. Like, I'm not buying shit. Like, I don't even, I really don't care. I just, I, I like my money because I, I create freedom for myself and I really feel like I can help people. And I have a story that I would love to share when we have more time, which actually mm. make me learn so much about money because I lost it all because I trusted the wrong person. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, But it's a different story. Uh, but right now I feel like I have this external freedom, but my biggest challenge is the internal freedom okay. because I'm attached, but not attached to... Um, it's good to have that awareness and to tell yeah, us. Yeah, I'm real. I'm, I'm re again, it's, it's my truth, you know, I'm just honest about mm. myself. I don't care. I don't give a shit, you know, I'm just, I'm weak about this kind of thing. Mm. I'm so attached to not things. Do Vipassana, man. It's like, ah, a, it's like a gym, gym yeah. for the mind. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I should yeah. do that. Like we, we, we talked about it's like, I can't do some heavy weight. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that's the heaviest ever. Yeah. I will, I will, I promise you, my friend, I will do it. Actually now Corona time would be the best time to do mm. Vipassana. Actually, actually, yes. I, maybe I do it even, you know, like right now <laughs> we can completely decide what we're doing. Um, but back to the attachment, like I feel like I'm attached to so many things, not materialistic necessarily, okay. but I have a problem right now to not be able to freely decide where I want to go. The mm. travel ban really gets me. You know, I feel like I'm stuck here and then I, I have to mm. center again, ground and appreciate the way I am. Like, fuck, I can't complain. I'm in Bali in a beautiful villa in this amazing place, but I have people I love which are you know far away from me and this is the attachment i'm very attached to to mm. my people and the, the the people i love right and this is it's it hurts me and i'm fighting with that one not fighting but i'm i'm, I'm growing mm. on really understanding and this takes some time for me uh, definitely thanks for sharing sure. in an open and vulnerable way yeah, every time every time i'll yeah. have a last question for you good what's the impact you want to have in the world right now oh okay there we go to the 12th dimension i think <laughs> yeah go go wild all right so like okay going back a little bit my my life my my past is between uh, a divorced family um between two sides between uh, a, a stable and structured environment growing up and growing up on the street in a not really structured environment um going up to university where I wanted to study product engineering, which is the bridge between engineering and marketing, which are two things they're not really communicating well together. Going further and always having this idea to be in the middle between two things and understanding two sides. And I'm, again, I'm a, I'm a guy with attachments. I'm a guy who likes money uh, coming into now a product business with this one where we can make a lot of money, but the actual idea of it is spirituality mm. and is mental and and grows to your soul basically grows to connect to your soul and this is in the beginning when i started with this one and i'm just getting to the point in a second if you let me <laughs> um i was seeing this amazing results from people really having this amazing changes in their in their health in their in their in, in, in their wellness areas and really really amazing testimonials Get, using it further, I started realizing for myself there's a lot of awareness. I'm tuning in and I start becoming my own master, my own healer, and it's really amazing and beautiful. Going even further to this one, I understand that frequencies and um, energy has so much to do with 
energy healing with our divine with our chakras and I met somebody very very special actually after Sydney I went to Brisbane and I had an energy healing with a guy the story is just it just gets me but this again it's another story um, to get on the point is what I what I realize is that we live in this world we have this exponential growth of economy exponential growth of technology and Buddha men, men, make make it make that happen same like Jesus Christ to really get out of suffering into the 12th dimension and get out of our human experience I mean we mm -hmm. have beautiful human experience we are able to love we are able to see to hear to smell to touch to feel but we also struggle we have also pain right mm -hmm. and to struggle is again evolves us to grow the more we grow the more we evolve the more we evolve to higher dimensions so I'm really now from the shallow person coming into the spiritual area where I'm again the middleman you know because I'm from this really shallow area but I feel like so attracted to like guy like Luciano or stuff like this mm. like a monk who is living somewhere in an U-boat and I'm so fascinated about this mm. but I feel like I can build the bridge between these two things with a little device yeah. which is helping us as a tool to connect um, and I believe my, my, my purpose is really to find through technology a faster way to go through out of struggling and evolve mm. into new dimensions. It's like biohacking enlightenment. On steroids. <laughs> 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 All right. Good. Cool. Thank you so much, Max. Uh, thank you. How man. can people follow you? Awesome. Huh? What? How people? Uh, yeah, my, uh, how you call it? Instagram handle is Max Glockner. M-A-X-G-L-O-E-C-K-N-E-R. Maybe you put it in your main last name. Yeah. is difficult. And uh, what else? YouTube. I'm also on YouTube, the same name, Max Glockner, G-L-O-E-C-K-N-E-R. Thank you so much, Max. Thank you very much. Thank you to everyone thank who you. took the time thank you. to we're listen. Not, we're not shaking hands because Corona, actually we're sitting too yeah. close, my friend. This is not social. Yeah, distance. we have a tradition, which is finishing with a hug, but ah, we'll skip that tradition Quantum for hug. the moment. Hug. Mm. My holograph just... Yeah, in, a, in another dimension, in a different timeline, we did it. we're hugging so in this <laughs> dimension of time and space. This is how we do. Okay, thank you guys. Thank you, thank you. Thank you, Alex.